Are you an avid weightlifter, gym addict, fitness fanatic? How does that change, though, when you are offshore? Over the last year, when I have been on land, I have enjoyed going to the gym four to five or even more times a week. I belong to a CrossFit gym known as a box, where I've been working on Olympic weightlifting and attending classes. I love being at my box. However, when I'm offshore, sometimes working out is the last thing I want to do at the end of a hard day. Today, I'm going to share my fitness journey and introduce you to my CrossFit coach, who will share his advice on maintaining fitness offshore. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. The Women Offshore podcast is a part of the Oil & Gas Global Network, where you can find a plethora of great energy podcasts. I will put a link to the Oil & Gas Global Network in the show notes. Go have a listen to what's playing there to be in the know regarding energy issues and hot topics. So I graduated from the U.S. Merchant Marine Academy in 2008, and I spent a decade working on the bridge of ships. I would be active at home, but I wasn't one to work out a lot, and I didn't need to because in order to do my job, just kind of had to stand there on the bridge. When I was offshore, I hardly ever went to the gym. Then I pivoted my career by attending Rice University for my master's degree. I got an MBA And upon graduation, was lined up to be in a development program on an ultra-deep water drill ship. On this drill ship, I would be doing labor-intensive jobs, such as working as a roustabout or a roughneck. The pandemic hit, and I used that time to get into shape by joining a CrossFit gym. I soon put on about 7 pounds of muscle and lost a significant amount of weight. In the last year, I've been doing CrossFit for about a year now, I have lost almost 30 pounds, and I also contribute that to the diet that I'm on, which is mostly vegetarian. My development program has been very labor-intensive. My days are mostly on my feet, and if I'm not working on a task, I am cleaning. I love it, though, and I've learned so much about the drilling operation in such a short amount of time. A big part of my fitness journey is my CrossFit coach, Kid Ellis of Vegvisor CrossFit in Houston, Texas. He writes workouts for me to complete on my ship. He has overseen my fitness journey, and we have set goals for me to strive for, even on the hard days when offshore. Lately, we've talked a lot about taking my love for Olympic weightlifting to a whole new level, and I'm, I'm really excited about this, to train for a contest. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. I know a lot of people don't have access to a coach, and it can be very expensive to have one. I'm not sharing any of this to push CrossFit or to even encourage you to get a coach. You do what's best for you and what you can afford. CrossFit is certainly not for everyone. I wanted to share my experience with you, though, because Kid has been such a great resource for me. I think you could learn something from his knowledge and experience with training me in just an interview with him. If you are interested in getting to know him, I will put his website and contact info in the show notes for you. When I was home last, I did sit down with Kid to interview him, 
I'm pleased to share that interview with you now. Thanks for listening to the Women Offshore Podcast. Welcome, kid, to the Women Offshore Podcast. Thanks, Sally. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's really good to sit down with you today to talk about fitness in relation to working offshore. You've been a big part of my fitness journey over the last year, especially with me training on the rig floor and how hard that is. So I really appreciate you and everything you've taught me, and I want to share some of that with the audience. For sure. Thank you. You've been an absolute pleasure. Like I've enjoyed training you. Like you. It's, it's really cool. Let's start out with what's some general advice that you have for someone rotating offshore to maintain their fitness? And I ask this because for me, I was in school for two years and then I kind of started from ground zero with you to get to a fitness level before I started rotating again offshore. And I was worried about losing that fitness. So for someone who maybe is fit and they're about to start this new lifestyle of rotating offshore, what advice do you have to maintain that fitness? The, the biggest thing is you have to basically write down or take a note of what your goals are. If, if you are not committed to what you want to do, you will not prioritize it over anything. And at the end of the day, working out five minutes is better than zero. So if your priority is getting fit, you have to make it like brushing your teeth or taking a shower or going to work. It has to be just as important as that. So that's probably my biggest tip is if it's not a priority for you, you're not going to start. Yeah, I like that. Like starting with your goals and your why to see why it's important to you. So then you do fit it in. Yeah. And then like, like how you brush your teeth, you just, you make it happen. Absolutely. Like you're not going to forget, like you don't want your teeth to fall out and you don't want your muscles to go into atrophy. Like you want to (laughs) make sure that you are taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Yeah. That's really great. So I feel privileged to have you as a resource, right? Like I go to your gym when I'm home, I do the CrossFit workouts, and then when I go offshore, you write workouts for me, and I do those in the gym that I have on board my vessel. Not uh, not everyone has access to a trainer. Not everyone can afford it or, or ha- knows a trainer they could reach out to, um, but there are a lot of apps and resources out there, right? So for someone looking to design their workouts, maybe ahead of time before they go offshore, what free resources are there or what resources can you share with us? And and we can put links of anything that you list in the show notes so people can go access them. For sure. Um, the, the things that you want to focus on are just getting a baseline. So with anything that you do in life, you want to get a small education in it. So if you're going to go to like a pottery place and paint the urns or paint whatever they have there, they're still going to give you a breakdown before you do it. So it's best to go ahead and read up on what is a squat? What is a push-up before just jumping in, watching somebody do it and going, I got it because not everybody's got it. Uh, the next thing is, is using, using your free resources first. If you don't have the ability to get a trainer, which I do recommend, but if you don't have that ability, you, there's still great resources out there. First, you kind of have to pick what's going to make you excited to work out and then take the avenue from there. So it's kind of like a decision tree, but the decision tree is really simple. If you want to do core stuff and Pilates and things like that, follow a Pilates Instagram account. I guarantee they're going to have workouts on there. Probably the most followed one has a little cute square photo that has nine workouts that you're going to do. It's going to take you 20 minutes. That's better than doing nothing. That's actually going to get you a really strong core. You're going to be super balanced. If you want to do CrossFit, there's CrossFit.com. If you want to do bodybuilding, there's bodybuilding.com. These websites have full resources. If you want to learn how to do Olympic weightlifting, Go to Zach Tellender, the Texas A&M weightlifting coach. He has a $1 weightlifting program that's put on 40 pounds of lifts on almost everybody that's taken.
taking it. There are these great resources and all you have to do is just look. Um, we'll put links to all these in the description, but those are some that I highly recommend. Awesome. Yeah, those are some great resources. And for anyone who's curious on like what it looks like when you work with me, we could talk about that for a second because you put the workouts in an app and then I will put pictures and comments based on how the workouts go and then you can tailor the upcoming workouts based on how my hitch is going. For sure. With with my my priority in training Allie is first safety and then getting her accountable. So like that's why I'm there. I'm the friend that goes, hey, you haven't worked out in two days. What's going on? Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. okay? <laughs> like that's that's my job. Trainers aren't necessarily always just somebody that tells you how to do a bench press. Like they could just be your best friend that is going to keep you accountable and that's that's where I step in most of all. True Coach is a great way for us to communicate and we put up videos and all that wonderful stuff but the, the main thing is just being a friend for somebody rather than anything else. Yeah I've really appreciated that especially because it's so hard to stay motivated out there like when you're working those 12-hour days and when I do have a really hard hitch whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally or all of the above it can be really hard to to be focused on the workout. So having you just check in with me is motivating, like, oh yeah, I gotta get to the gym. <laughs> yeah, and uh, True Coach is the app you use, right? And that's been really great and easy for me to access on my phone, um, even when I'm offshore on a poor Wi-Fi signal. Good, I'm, I'm glad it works. And I'm glad that it's like, we've, we've gotten you to the point where you are, where you feel comfortable doing all your jobs that happen on your various shifts that you go out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And still getting a workout in and right. Absolutely. So I'm spoiled because I work on a drill ship where I have two gyms on board. I have a cardio room and I have a weightlifting space that's huge. And so multiple people can be in there and get their workouts in. And I realize that's it's kind of rare to have that much on board for working out, especially two different spaces. So previous vessels I've worked on, like I was on this one dive boat that had a really small gym, hardly any equipment in there. Um, if there was more than two people, it was crowded, right? And then uh, working on other ships where, say during COVID, where the gym was shut down and you couldn't even um, go to the gym. So you had to figure out like, how am I gonna work out when I don't have any equipment? And, and there are people out there where they don't have any equipment on board. So. What do you recommend for someone uh, to bring with them if they have, if they know they're going to have limited equipment on board? Um, a jump rope comes to mind. What are some things that you can pack to bring with you so you know that you can at least get in somewhat of a workout when you're out there? For sure. I mean, the, the first thing to realize when the Egyptians built the pyramids, they didn't have a bow flex. So, <laughs> yeah. like, you still don't need a whole lot of equipment to get in shape. Like, bodybuilding is an old sport. It's incredibly old. So is weightlifting. So you don't need equipment. You just need to provide good movement where you aren't causing yourself pain. And then if you don't have weight, provide intensity. You can ride that by taking longer to lift. You can ride that by changing the angle. So like if you're doing push-ups, you can do it on the floor. Or you can put your feet up on a bench if that's too easy. Or if that's too hard, you can put your hands on that bench. And it'll make a great adjustment. But if you do have the ability to go get equipment, the greatest thing I can tell you to get are a set of bands. A 60-pound band, a 35-pound band, and a 20-pound band. Make sure that the circular bands, because if you get the ones with handles, you're not going to be able to do as much with them. You can actually tie a circular band to itself, and it's super useful. You can use it to ride resistance on your push-ups. You can do lat pull-downs. You can use a door frame. You can really expand your horizons on lips if you just have a set of bands. 
Yeah, and that's such an easy thing to pack. And from what I know, it's pretty inexpensive to buy a set of bands online too. Oh yeah, yeah. it cost you about 30 bucks. And then a jump rope, also a great idea. You just have to make sure that your, your captain or whoever put down those floors, you're totally okay with you scuffing them up because <laughs> jump ropes are gonna rip them to shreds. Right, and then you might end up breaking your jump rope too, jumping on a steel deck. So that's something to consider. Yes. Um, so weightlifting on a moving vessel. I love weightlifting. It's my favorite part about CrossFit and it's what keeps me motivated to go to the gym is knowing what the weightlifting move is and getting excited to go execute that. But sometimes when the weather is rough, it can, it can be a little scary, right? Knowing that I'm going to be lifting a lot of weight on a moving vessel. So with all that said, how have you tailored my workouts for being on a moving ship so I don't injure myself? So I'll answer this in a technical way and then I'll answer this in an easy way. Okay. So the way that I do it for you is that I'm gonna reduce everything by about two and a half, five percent, just to make sure that we're not risking the knees at all. Mm -hmm. We're also gonna use a belt to make sure that the core is pressing against something. We're not gonna make the, make the belt tight every single time, but we are gonna make sure that there's a lot of stability going on. Because at the end of the day, the biggest thing you need on a ship is stability, not one rep max box jump height or what have you. So that's, that's the biggest thing that we do. And we space it out every other day so that the muscles can recover. If we're weightlifting every day, I'd end up putting in shoulder presses, things like that, to go ahead and mix it up. We currently stick with squats, and that's our main focus. So we go every other day, front, back, front, back, making sure that we're just staying just off the edge so that we're not risking injury. If you'd have no idea how to program a cycle or do periodization, I don't suggest pushing the boundaries and lifting the heaviest weight you can. I feel like you should go for a heavy. So just view that in your mind is it feels really heavy, but nothing's going to shake. Your knees aren't going to shake. You aren't going to do a little John song and bend over, and make your knees touch your elbows. You're not doing anything other than a perfect lift. It just should feel tough. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And I think that's an easy thing for people to understand. So thank you for describing it in a couple different ways. So motivation, we've talked about that a little bit. Um, and what motivates me offshore, it can vary from hitch to hitch. Often it's seeing the workout and be like, oh yeah, I want to go do that today. I'm going to make it happen. Um, but something you said recent to, recently to me had an impact on, on how I stay motivated. And I think you saw that in, in my last hitch where I did work out a lot more than usual. Um, so you talked to me about this like all or nothing mindset mm -hmm. and how people will think, oh, I need to be 100% in or, or I can't do it. Um, so can you talk about that? And and um, also maybe what kind of framework might, like a mindset framework might be better to try to maintain when you're out there so that you can be successful with whatever goals you have for working out? Absolutely. Um, the, the biggest thing is that most of the people that are listening to this probably live in America or are American, which means we were raised to be type A. And if you weren't type A, you were kind of a failure. It's not true, it's not right, but it's what we were raised on. So you have to be all in on something or nothing, and you're considered a failure if you go, try to go all in and don't make it. That's an unhealthy way to think about it whenever you're just trying to be your best. Being your best should be, okay, I feel like I can do this today, I'm gonna go do it. And if you go and do it, you'll feel better. You might even do more than you set out to do, but just starting is super important. If you're, if you're sitting there thinking right now, like I could never start a workout routine, that's gonna take 12 weeks, I'm gonna have to lift heavy weights every day, 
you're defeating yourself before you even start. And that's the worst thing people do to themselves. You can't shoot yourself in the foot before you start. It's okay later on down the line. It's okay to fail. But you should basically say, you know what, today, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna do five minutes of squats. We're just gonna stand up, sit down, five minutes. It won't be the most strenuous workout in the world, but it will be the best workout for you that day because that's what you feel you can do. You do that the next day, you might feel better, you might feel worse, do a bit less, do a little bit more, but just set out a goal that, hey, I'm gonna do something today. That's a whole lot better than I'm gonna do everything at once. Yeah. Yeah, just being able to work out for what works for you not comparing yourself to others, not feeling like you need to take on a lot, which might not be sustainable, um, has given me this freedom to first go to the gym and just be where I am mindset-wise, body-wise, do the workout, and then maybe do more if I can. And I've surprised myself. I have done more than I thought I originally could. And maybe that's just like setting those expectations early, kind of low. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Like if you set it low, like that's okay. Like the best salesman under promise and over deliver. Right. Like, that's, yeah, it's crucial. And something that I think about is being offshore can feel like a marathon because maybe your hitches are only a few weeks long, but you're working so hard day in and day out. And so getting a workout in on top of that can feel like a lot and you want to be at your top performance every day, whether that is the work you're doing or the workout. So what can you do to stay in that marathon, take care of yourself, and still you know, uh, still meet these goals that you've set out? For sure, you just have to listen to yourself. Like, don't listen to doubt, but listen to how you're feeling. If mm-hmm. your body feels wrecked that day, like you moved, 50 pound chains all day. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't go deadlift. Like that's a big thing. Like don't do that. Like go ahead and change it up. Do something else. Talk to your coach. Look at a different program. Just adapt. Adapt to what you're doing and just be kind to yourself. If you were rough on yourself, I guarantee you're going to walk off that hitch depressed or injured or a bunch of things that will just be self-defeating. Yeah. And there was a hitch a couple months ago where it was starting to get hot out and I was doing a lot of stairs and I didn't get, I don't think any workouts in or maybe just a couple workouts in that hitch. And it was okay. Cause I came home and I was, I was like, okay, it's time to go to the gym now. Right? Like, and I hit it hard in the gym and did fine. I didn't lose a lot during that hitch. Cause I was, I think forgiving towards myself and you were too, you didn't push me beyond what I was capable of doing. Oh, and like something like that where you're walking in the hot sun every day, like your body doesn't know like, all right, it's workout time. All right, it's eating time. It reacts to what you get. Yeah. And so if you go up the stairs for eight hours a day, I guarantee you that's way harder than going and doing five sets of five on a back squat. Like <laughs> your legs will get strong. Yeah, I didn't lose any of my strengths. I didn't make any big gains, but I didn't lose anything either. So yeah. This has been so great. Thank you, kid, for coming on the show. Is there anything else you want to share with us? Um, just like be kind to yourself. I think that's the main message I want to get across. Like, do not defeat yourself before you start. If you do that, that's true failure. If you go ahead and you just go, you know what, today, I'm going to try a push up. That's enough. Yeah. That's okay. Yep. And keep setting some goals. Absolutely. Set one goal after the other. If you make it, celebrate for the day. Tomorrow, try something else. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, kid. Thank you, Allie. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review an Apple podcast. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop. Make a donation or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there and I'll talk to you soon.